Good evening, lads, lasses, punting masses. Welcome to my Better and the Better Half podcast. My name's Craig with my best friend and my darling wife, Melanie. Hello, everyone. How are you out there? Looking at week 15 of the NFL, as well as the games we've already touched on. And there's been some news already with the games. Three delays which means we're playing tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. There was some story about the fact that there were some changes to the games with the whole COVID thing, the vaccine thing and the non-vaccine thing. Want to tell us a bit more about it? Uh, it seems that three teams had 20-odd players in the cootie cage all tested. So those games have been delayed until I'm not playing tomorrow. One's played on Tuesday our time. Uh, one's and the two, the other two, I believe, are played on Wednesday our time, so they'll be delayed. People are up in arms about it, saying it's not fair that it shouldn't be delayed. Yes, the rules at the start of the season said that if there are, there are not going to be any delays, there will be forfeits. But this year's uh, ruling is different to last year's ruling when the Raiders had to play and the Broncos had to play because they was their own fault. The Raiders were short and were punished the game by bringing forward one game for going out to a party when they shouldn't have all unmasked and subsequently lost some players. And the Broncos decided they were all going to have a quarterback meeting with no masks and they all got wiped out. And some little wide receiver dude that no one can remember who his name was uh, had to throw the ball around. Subsequently, they got flogged as a result. So this year is different. Granted, the rules were there to begin with and the rules should be adhered to if they're all signed, sealed and delivered on the dotted line. So therefore, if the rules are adhered to, those three games should not be taking place at all this week. They should all be forfeits. So don't bend the rules. As a result of bending the rules, there's going to be no uh, daily testing for asymptomatic. Now, I'm now know what the difference between the asymptomatic and everybody else is. So asymptomatic means a person who could possibly be carrying COVID but is not actually showing any signs. So what they're saying is they're not going to be testing anyone who does not show any oh, signs there you go. of COVID. So in other words, less testing will get less players. Ah, that sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? That's really going to work. That's really going to work. It's everywhere else as well. There was five games cancelled in the ice hockey. Several teams shut down. They're not going to come back till after Christmas. There'll be another five or six games cancelled tomorrow. Six games cancelled in the soccer. And I am cursing every game that I'm trying to pick. I went to put a, a thing up on my kick down the corridor on Patreon for Aston Villa and Burnley. Two hours before the game started, it was cancelled because it went right through Aston Villa. And I was going to do an ice hockey game tomorrow, Nashville and Carolina. And Nashville's now shut down till after Christmas. I am the Omni-Craig virus right now. Cursing every game that I am picking right now. So I'm going to go for a basketball game on Tuesday between Orlando and Toronto. If I found out that's cancelled, my theory is complete. That I am the Omni-Craig virus whizzing through every game and cancelling it all. In pop culture, before we get to anything else, before we get to the games, the top three albums in this country, we are weird. Beside the fact that Dale's 30 is number one. Oh, come on. What's wrong with that, Dale? We can understand that, but she's been a bit of a depresso, that song of hers. Second is Taylor Swift's red version 
Red version. What's the other version called? Can't remember, but there's two versions. And would you believe they're two separate copyrighted albums? That's weird in itself. Three. In this country, ladies and gentlemen, in Australia, the number three album in this country is an album of bird noises. That's it. Bird noises. I tell you what, lots changed since COVID and people are using multiple things for relaxation techniques. So bird noises. You can expect to see a lot more of that. We can expect to see a lot more of these bird noises. I am just wondering if they have got this bird noise sitting right here, if I can see it with my glasses. Do you think that one's on there? The rubber chicken? I would expect not, but we could certainly ask them to make one. We can make one? Yeah. This is very... I reckon we get a lot of votes for that. I reckon I find this very mentally comforting. All right, we want to know. We want to know. We want to know if you guys want to hear an album of the rubber chicken. That's oh, what we need to know. <laughs> or the techno chicken, or even super chicken's charge. Techno chicken's already been done. Come on now. Yeah, we can still do it. That's copyright. Copyrighted. During the week, we asked two questions. One we didn't get any replies for, which was, do you have any sporting lookalikes or know anyone? Because there was a guy in the crowd in the Green Bay game last week who looked a spitting image of Aaron Rodgers. I can't so, answer that. Well, yes, you can't answer that. No, I can't answer that because I'm no. not talking. So, <laughs> so we didn't get anything for that. So that was out. The second question we asked for, and you know about this story, about the police dog on the Philadelphia ice rink at the Wells Fargo Centre. Mm -hmm. We wanted to do a tribute for the police dogs of Philadelphia to help us out. Apparently this dog was a New York Rangers fan, apparently. Walking out on the thing to do their doggy ceremony, right on the team logo, the Flyers logo, he decides to drop one, right on the logo. And we asked the question, do you- You gotta love animals, come on now. You gotta, don't ever work with kids and animals. That should be the lesson right there. We asked the question for the show, any bad animal doo-doo stories? And mm -hmm. we have one. We have one. Frank has sent one in. Through all the people who saw the story and the messages and the promos, sent one in that he rolled a, a, a smoke out of budgie poo for a friend of his. <laughs> Desperate for a smoke and rolled it, a cigarette. Budgie poo. And you reckon it was pretty much all right. The budgie... You're cringing over there. Oh, my gosh. Blah, blah. Yuck. All right. Oh, the budgie... Bucket. Does that make that you... That is just not a story one should ever repeat. If you can, if you can make an industry out of that, does that make you a, a, bud, a budgie poo smuggler? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, people. Sorry. Uh, so we, but now we've done enough of that. We better get into the games. Oh, well, hang on a minute before you go there. Happy Harry. We've got to say one more thing. It's the last show before Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. It's the last show before Christmas. And next week... Uh, at this time, it will be Boxing Day. So, we'll play it again for you for Christmas because I don't think we'll be able to do one. Are we doing a show next week? What? Are we doing a show next week? I'll play that and ask you again. Are we doing a show next week? 
Nice. Why not? Because mm. it's Christmas. Oh, okay. We're not doing a show next week then. Oh, I thought we were doing a show. <sighs> Last week, the better half picked. How many did we get? One out of one last week. Uh, considering the, the Cleveland Browns were 24-3 in front and blew 19 points and only won by two when you needed them to win by four. But she did win this one, the New Orleans and the Jets game. If you would like to read that one out. New Orleans, 30 versus New York Jets on a nine. Saints Hill, 15 from 21, 175 yards. Kamara, 27 carries, 120 yards, one touchdown. Jets Wilson, 19 from 42, 202 yards. Uh, the Saints we have in the longest losing streak since 2005 of five games, 35 to one leading at half time since 2018 and scored 30 plus points for 124th time since 2006 winning 108 to 16. Mm, that would be Kamara, Alvin Kamara. I knew that. No, mm, you knew okay. that. <laughs> and New Orleans survived. The Jets have got to lose one more game. We'll get to that later on. And they are out. To contrary to everybody, please, Fox Sports, if you dare say that this team is eliminated and there's one game left, that's three times in a row you've done it. Get your maths right. Now, Baltimore and Cleveland. They've got to know what the elimination number means in this. Baltimore. Baltimore at 22, Cleveland at 24. We have Ravens, Huntley, 27 from 38, 270 yards, one touchdown. Andrews, 11 receptions, 115 yards, one touchdown. Bateman, 7 receptions, 103 yards. Browns, Mayfield, 22 from 32, 190 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. Heading over to the Ravens, lost two straight AFC North games for the first time since weeks 16 and 17 in 2016. Scored 20-plus points for the first time in five games, longest drought since weeks 1 to 11, 2005. Browns, Miles Garnett, first Cleveland player with a fumble return touchdown since Craig Robinson in week 14, 2014. Seventh team in the Super Bowl era to play the same team in consecutive weeks. Last occurred weeks 9, 11, 1991, Seahawks mm. versus Chargers. That would be Miles Garrett as well, who scored a fumble return touchdown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. It would have happened last year, the two in a row, bar for the Jets and the Dolphins got interrupted by COVID interruptions, so it had to be stretched a little bit so they didn't play twice in a row so that's happened for the first time since what was it 91 30 years as we mentioned that remember we mentioned that in the start of the show we did those quirky things in the schedule there's a lot of quirky things in the matrix in the schedule i took cincinnati plus geez i believe it was one from memory against san francisco cincinnati were their own worst enemy in the first half dropping kickoffs uh, doing everything wrong. They were down 20-6, to six, flew back in the last quarter, just couldn't get it done in overtime, lost to San Francisco. 
So we had San Francisco sitting on 26. Why? Since Connecticut. <laughs> Again? That word every time. Say the word. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. We got it. Cincinnati 23. Ooh. Let me try that again. San Francisco 26. Cincinnati 23. 49ers. Oh boy, here we go. Uh, Gar- Gar- Garoppolo. That's the one. Him? Yep. 27 from 41. 296 yards, two touchdowns. Kittle, 13 receptions, 151 yards, one touchdown. Bengals was Burrow, 25 from 34, 348 yards, two touchdowns. Higgins, five receptions, 114 yards. And then we had the Bengals on 0 to 22 with two plus giveaways since 2019. Mm, Yeah, that's what happened with them. We're their own worst enemy, as I said. Now, there was a game today. There's supposed to be two games. One got cancelled. And there was one game today. New England and Indianapolis. New England, 17. In Indianapolis, 27. In- Indian what? <laughs> Indian what? Indianapolis. 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 Yeah, it's not Indianapolis. I would never be very good in America, would I? I would. Imagine me asking for somewhere to go. <laughs> Could you imagine you being the weather girl, the national weather girl? In Cincinnati, there's a change coming through. And in Indianapolis... I'm just thinking that if I ever go to America, I should take signs with me. Because I might run into some serious trouble if I'm just asking people. I'd watch you if you were the weather girl. (laughs) You're too sweet. Patriots, Jones, 26 from 45, 299 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Colts, Wentz, 5 from 12, 57 yards, one touchdown. One interception, Taylor 29 carries, 170 yards, one touchdown. Last time, Patriots versus Colts without either Tom Brady or Peyton Manning was week 14, 1997. Patriots scoreless for the first time in the first half in their last 100 games. Colts, Carlson, Wentz, 9-1-1 versus rookie quarterbacks, 1-8 of 11 after starting 0-3. Very interesting. Very interesting. And he only threw the ball how many times? 12 and still got an interception out of that. Oh, jeez. swear, I tell you what. Okay, betting news. Who wants to do the betting news? You want to do the betting news? Prior to Monday night football, favourites hit 12 to 1 straight up and 11 to 2 at the spread. One better had 390 grand on Tampa Bay at minus three five. Looked good at minus, half. Minus three and a half. Yeah, that. Um, <laughs> looked good <laughs> at half time with a 27-3 lead, then 27-10 before the Bills racked up 17 straight points to tie it 27-27. to Luckily, Tampa Bay hit a 58-yard touchdown for a 33-27 win. Another had 357 and a half on San Francisco at minus two and a half mm-hmm. and looked good with a 20 to six lead. But the Jamar Chase had two touchdowns to make it 2020 and then were losing 20 to 23 in overtime. The 49ers won 26 to 23 with 12 yard touchdown. Mm, there's some luck this week. Cowboys starting minus six and a half. Betters got lucky when an extra point kick by Washington was blocked 
with a 4-13 to 13 left to go and the Cowboys won by 7. Cleveland at minus 3 had a 24-3 lead in the first half and the Ravens had no Lamar Jackson. Then with 1.17 left, the score was 24 to 22. 68% of the bets and 67% of the money was on the Ravens by uh, plus three. Mm. And we don't even know whether Lamar Jackson's playing tomorrow. So we're going to have to see what happens there. The word is he's not. So it's going to be Huntley sitting in at QB. And unfortunately, they're going to play Green Bay. We're going to get to that game later. Strongest versus weakest has not been kind to us for the last two weeks. As all the favourites cleaned up again. So as a result, for week 14, we were only 5 and 9 straight up. And that's not very good for us. Losing 575 for a total of 93, 111 and 1. Minus 7. And at the Snuffleupagus, we were also down 6 and 8. So we were down to 60 to go 103, 103 minus 10.30. So not very good there. You're pointing at that circle? Is that what you're pointing ah, at? Ah, is that what it was? It yeah, like... it's that circle because it's the touch screen. I don't know why it the looked, circle turned on. Oh, no. It looked like it said quacky. Well, yes, it does. <laughs> it does, but the circle seems like a calf ring pops up when I touch the screen. Lucky winners and losers after a game that's played today, Indianapolis would be the number two seed if you go by win by seven, loss by seven, reverse the result. Buffalo is the top team, 12 and one. Indian and Annapolis are 11 and 3. Cincinnati are 9 and 4. And then Kansas City are 8 and 6. New England, Cleveland, Denver are the wildcard teams. Would you like to read the NFC ones? Arizona 10 to 3, Green Bay 9 to 4, Philadelphia 9 to 4, New Orleans 8 to 5, San Francisco 9 to 4. Minnesota 8-5 and Dallas on 7-6. Those last three make up the wild cards if if luck went their way or didn't go their way. Now, the Super Bowl futures bets for us this week. These are mine for this week. Kansas City, four times six. New England, three times eight dollars. Buffalo, one times 16. Tennessee, one times 21. Indianapolis, <laughs> one times 34. I need that sign. After a $155 outlay, New England would be 511. Tennessee would be sitting on 413. Kansas City would be at 450 cents. Las Vegas would be 33. It will be 337, Buffalo 269, Pittsburgh 217, Miami 159, Washington 154, Seattle 118, and Indianapolis 34. Who came in with the the glitch in the schedule matrix. Uh, They are sitting 8 and 6. They would play their own division and the AFC East, which are both garbage considering you've got two teams on each over 500, they've got it made them two to get into the Super Bowl, really. All they've got to do is get rid of Kansas City, which is probably easier said than done, the way Kansas City are going at the moment, but see what happens in the end. Someone in, uh, there's what, four weeks to go, anyone could end up in the cootie cage. Mm, Let's go to the better halves picks. 
We have New England, four times eight dollars. LA Rams, three times eleven. Buffalo, two times sixteen. Tennessee, two times twenty-one. After a hundred and sixty-one dollar outlay, New England would be sitting at five thirty-eight. Tennessee, three at five oh four. LA Rams at five hundred. Buffalo at four eighty-five. Seattle at two sixty-six. Okay, now I've got three picks. You've got two. Let's whiz through these. Mine are locked, by the way, if you want to look at them. Sorry, darling. Kick down the corridor on Patreons where you find them. We're going to rebrand it next year, and we're going to make all the names the same. So we're going to tell you the details of that closer to the new year, because it'll confuse everybody, as this is the better and the better half, and everything else is kicked down the corridor. So we're going to try and amalgamate it, rebrand it, and do everything different and new as of next year. So kick down the corridor on Patreon, you'll find these picks. Since <laughs> Cincinnati and Denver, you have the Bagels at the spread four to zero at Denver. Broncos at the spread one to five versus AFC. Yep. Road team four to zero. Bengals one to seven versus teams with seven plus wins since 2018. Sorry, sometimes hard to see. Um, third hardest remaining schedule in AFC with 0.596. Broncos allowed less than 17 points in all seven wins, allowed 17 plus points in all six losses. 0-3 versus AFC North this season, 0-5 versus teams with seven plus wins, last one week 17, 2019 versus Las Vegas. Heading over to Green Bay and Baltimore. We have the Packers at the spread, 9-1 to one after an at-the-spread win, 8-1 to one after a win, 7-1 to one as a favourite, 5-1 scoring 30-plus points last game, 5-1 to one on the road. Over at the Ravens at the spread, we have 10-1 to one in December, 5-1 to one after a loss, 5-1 to one at home underdog, 1-6 to six after an at-the-spread win, 1-6 to six at home versus a team with a road record over Favourite 4-0 At the Packers we have Aaron Rodgers 9-0 Versus quarterbacks under 25 Since 2019 Allowed 28 plus points in loss In last 3 games Ravens, Lama Jackson 12-0 versus NFC Tied with Ken Stabler from Longest Streak versus NFC to start a career since 1975-1 to one at home this season. Mm. And the one more game for me this week. We have New Orleans and Tampa Bay. So we have the Saints at the spread. 6-1 to one versus Tampa Bay, 0-6 after and at the spread win. Heading over to the Buccaneers. At the spread, we have a 5-0 to zero as a home favourite, 5-0 to zero at home, 4-0 to zero overall, and 4-0 to zero as a favourite. For the Saints, one three straight regular season games versus Tom Brady, who has never lost four in a row to one team. One six straight versus Tampa Bay. Buccaneers six to zero at home this season. Thirty plus points per game. Only two thousand and seven Patriots have done this. Tom Brady sixty eight sixteen in December. Okay, now we're going to get to your two picks with your magical system, but you sort of erred on one. So we have Dallas at 
the New York Giants for a plus 11.5. Or 11 and a half. Yeah. Cowboys at the spread, five to zero in December. Ten to one versus NFC. Six to one versus the team under five point five hundred. Six one on the road. Giants at the spread, six to one versus NFC East. Zero to five in December. Cowboys allowed twenty points or less last four road games. Seven to one versus NFC this season. Giants. 0-5 versus Cowboys when Saquon Barkley's plays lost eight of the last nine versus Cowboys. Heading over to the Jets <laughs> and Miami. Uh oh. At the Jets at the uh, spread. What was my, what were you taking? You didn't say. Miami at uh, minus 9.5. And a half. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, yeah, that's the yeah, same. No, you meant to say and a half. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jets at the spread. One to five overall. One to five as an underdog. One to six after a 10 plus point loss at home. One to nine. One nine one versus Miami. Zero four one at Miami. Dolphins at the spread. That was the uh yeah. The uh Dolphins was a questionable game as to whether or not I was going to take them since the Dolphins have always liked to lose when I pick them. But we shall see if that is uh going to happen this time around. They have um, to win by ten <laughs> or more. Well they had better do so or I'm just going to lose all faith in them. And I'm going to conclude we can no longer be friends. This is just how, how it's going to How many times have you concluded we can no longer be friends? <laughs> Dolphins at the spread. 6-0 to zero after a bye. 5-0-1 overall. 4-0 after a win. 4-0 versus, versus a team under 0. .500. 4-0 at home. 3-0-1 versus AFC. 10-1 at the home versus a team with a road record under 0. .500, 6-1 allowing 15 points or less last game, 6-1 to one in December. I believe that's it. Oh, there's more. 5-1 to one as a home favourite. Jets allowed 30.5 points per game. Loss will eliminate them from the playoffs for the 11th straight season. Dolphins allowed 17 points or less in five straight games, longer since week 10 to 15, 2010. Allowing 11 points per game last five games after allowing 29 one points per game in the first eight games. That's it. Okay. That's it for my picks and the better half's picks. So if you want to go put them on, she has a good record, by the way, for this. I believe you had one and one, so that would make it, what, something like 17, 13 and one, maybe? Something like that from memory, which is pretty good. Rack that up for you. You're doing all right. So we'll see if those two picks come in and we'll find out next week whether the Dolphins will be hated or whether they'll still be loved. That's going to be the thrilling thing for next week. We're going to do our questions as well. So please interact. We love the interaction. That's what the podcast is for, for, for audience interaction. We like that. Check out my picks on Kick Down the Corridor on Patreon. We're hopefully going to do a basketball game unless the Omnicraig virus has struck again and knocked that one out, considering I've knocked the last two out. Spreading the love and the germs amongst everybody I am when there's Omnicraig virus amongst every team. And we'll see what happens there. So I'll be here tomorrow night to do the uh, Week 15 wrap. 
and more. Uh, so check us out. Our sport is eight and four this month for the sport. And the racing had a very good day yesterday. Five winners and three placings yesterday in there. So had a very good day. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find this on Anchor and Spotify. Tell your friends, neighbours, pets, and everything about this podcast and give it a listen. And I've really got to do this just one more time. The rubber chicken. We wish you all a merry, merry Christmas and a very prosperous new year. Now, Thanks for listening. Now I'm sure we won't. Oh, we're going to do the merry Christmas. Oh, yes. I apologise, guys. <laughs> So we're not here next week for Boxing Day. Oh, well, that's a shame. We'll see you in a couple of weeks then for Better and the Better Half. <laughs>